Hello, everyone. Welcome to Boss Rush After Dark, the alternative podcast show for the Boss Rush Network. I am Leron Dawkins, and we got a crew tonight. We always have a crew tonight, but we have a crew tonight. <laughs> so get ready and buckle up. Everyone, say hello to Stephanie Klimov, our wonderful lady boss of the Boss Rush writing team. What's up? Hello, I'm here to enjoy another fantastic conversation about adult things. <laughs> we should just start codenaming the show shenanigans. We should. Yes. <laughs> the man, the myth, the legend, Corey Derrick is back with us tonight as well. What's up, buddy? Speaking of adult things, you know what I can do as an adult? I can go to Aldi and buy two boxes of white cheddar cheese its and not feel bad about myself. And that's then I'll eat them, and the, then I'll feel bad about myself because that's not the adult thing that I was thinking you were. You know going what? To talk it's about, like it's sure, like yeah. <laughs> it's like when you're 12 and you're like, when I grow up, I'm going to eat ice cream and cookies for dinner, and then you do, and then you just feel like crap, and you're like, oh, this is why you shouldn't do that. This is I'm you know I'm way past that age, but you know, two boxes of white cheddar cheese it's is okay. Oh, that sounds delightful. Yeah. It does actually. Uh, take it, take it for me. The junk food fanatic here, <laughs> and uh, rounding out for our fourth chair tonight is is a man that really doesn't need no introduction. If you check out anything for Boss Rush's Nintendo Pal Block, what's up, Dan Murphy? How you doing tonight, man? Good, good. It's the true story that um, Laurent saw how much Nintendo I play and wouldn't let me on the adult show, so we had to override him. <laughs> <laughs> We had to let the um, what your your nickname the indie insider, even though you're I would say you're more of an RPG insider, but you know. Hey, yeah. Ed just Ed just throws out names and you, you know, he doesn't really yep. throw them at the wall. They just get stuck the first time. So yeah, <laughs> here, here we are. I would say you're more of the indie insider, Stephanie. Mm-hmm. I, I think I, I, I think I think I think that's true. I think that's true. So how's er- how's everybody doing so far? How's that? how's everybody's uh it's it's Wednesday night. How's how's everybody's hump day been? I can't believe it's only Wednesday. That's all I have to say. So this week has it been feels, so long. Yeah, it feels like it's been a long week. I mean, yeah. yeah, it's like it's like that meme that it's like it's been the longest week already and it's only 10 a.m. on Monday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, plus like yeah, for me, I uh, started a new job, so I'm sitting in all this chaos. Mm. No way! Congrats! Congrats! Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, it's uh, I've been adjusting to working from home. I so we started back work on the third, and I haven't been back to work like since I've been working from home. And tomorrow's gonna be my first day back in the office. And uh, I gotta tell you, man, working from home sucks. <laughs> I don't like working from home. It does. It's it's so polarizing. Like, there's no middle ground with working from home. People yeah. either love it or they hate it. And I'm in the camp that hates it. I just get nothing done. Like, nothing yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, I can see, like, how either people that don't have kids or single people could, like, work from home and be fine. But, like, when you got two kids that are just loud as fuck, man, they're just, God, they're just running around here, <laughs> like banging on shit and you're trying to have this really important meeting with someone and it's just like got to mute yourself and then when you go to talk it's like all they can hear is rattles and scooters and all this other loud noisy shit in the background it's like god just shut up i'm just want to get through this meeting (laughs) you know i gotta throw on this button-up shirt for an hour and then take it off because i don't want to sit in my house in a nice clothes you know i just want to be lounging around in some shorts or whatever it's like god just well, do you do you do like the half and half where you wear like a nice top, but your bottom half is pajama oh, I haven't, pants? I haven't, I, do. I haven't worn pants since like Christmas. Oh. <laughs> so, I mean, yeah. No. Yeah, but, but, hey, but I get it. Like, today, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no. I was just going to kind of go off that topic and like say, so I do have this kind of routine when I work from home where it's like I get up and I actually like put on clothes, like full clothes. And I do like a lap around the block just do like a quick walk and it kind of feels like a commute. And then when I'm done working, I can change back into my stuff and I feel like I have that home and work separation. You know what I mean? It's like it's kind of like a mind game. So I got to I got to try to make it 
in in a certain way, like to to get through that That's day. That's a good idea. It sounds like a lot of work. I don't know. Walking. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. <laughs> this is why this is why Dan is you know fit and I'm fat. So. <laughs> you know, whatever. Wait, wait, wait! You stopped going to the gym? No, I didn't. I'm just saying. He makes better okay. life decisions than I do because, well, <laughs> here's the thing. I haven't gone to the gym in like a week because my entire, my wife's entire family came down with COVID and we came in contact with them and we all got sick, but we all tested negative for COVID, but we still all had symptoms. So we just like avoided everyone. So, so yeah, speaking of, speaking of which I, um, I went and took, um, I went and took a lab test today for COVID. So, um, I should, uh, and the only reason why I took it is just just to get prepped for uh, for my booster shot, which I'm which I'm getting soon, because um because I don't want to be one of those people that you know like I it's it's wild like I've I've gone these last two years haven't really been sick you know like so I doubt I've caught COVID I took one antibody test before I got my before I got the vaccine and didn't and didn't have anti and then and didn't have positive wasn't positive for antibodies for COVID so. I feel like I feel like I've coasted along these last two years without getting it, and or I may have already had it and been asymptomatic. So I so I was like, you know what, I'm about to get the booster. Um, the fucking Moderna vaccine just whooped my ass the second round, and so like I'm like, you know, I'll, I'll, it'll be my luck that I'll go and get the booster. Don't know I'm don't know I'm sick with COVID, and then it really get fucked up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the booster so I was like, is brutal. Yeah, my boy- it was like it was like ten times worse than the second shot. Oh, my don't don't tell me that. Don't See, tell me that. Wait, you want me to tell you it's better, and then you? <laughs> yeah, dude. I, it <laughs> was. No, 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 you don't. No, you don't have to tell me it's better, but you sure as hell didn't have to like be be absolutely truthful about it. It's Jeez, definitely. Like, I definitely felt worse after the booster. It wasn't two. like, I but like after the first, like I got Moderna, and after that second shot, like a lot of people got like really sick and like I started to feel sick, but then I went to bed and kind of slept through it, I think. And then, so like, I never really felt that like I was kind of tired the next morning and had like a headache or whatever, but like, I never really felt the effects because I slept through it. And then I got the booster and I was like, Oh man, this, this sucks. This is what people were talking about six months ago. This really sucks. (laughs) Sorry, Laurent. You know, Laurent, just think about this way. Like, everybody experiences it differently like i was all moderna i got my ass kicked the first like the actual first sets of shots my booster wasn't that bad i was probably like a little bit tired and that was it so like everybody's i've heard with i've heard with i've heard with women the first shot is bad and the second shot not too bad um and then with men the first shot's okay and the second shot just, just whoops your ass because uh that second that second shot like um like like I was down, like I I, I took it on a, I, I had it on a Friday morning, going into Friday afternoon, Friday evening. I was starting to feel, I was starting to feel a little bad. I was starting to feel it. And Saturday morning, I woke up and I had, I had a raging fever, uh, full on body aches. It was basically like the worst flu I'd ever had, minus like the, uh, minus like the coughing and sneezing and all that stuff, and you know the runny nose and stuff like that. But the worst part about this, because I, because I basically bounced back by Sunday afternoon. The worst part about it, though, was I had a six-day migraine. Oh. And this is and this is and this is with me like doing the precautions, like drinking a ton of water before I got the before I got the shot, and then and staying hydrated, you know, throughout that. I had a six-day migraine, and I'm one of those people like when I have a headache, it grinds me to a halt. To a halt, I can't I, I can't function with a headache, uh, which is why I'm really dreading this. Like my my boyfriend got the booster, and he and I was with him. <laughs> That was that was the day we sat. That was the day we sat on his couch and played nothing but Nintendo, because <laughs> uh, he was because he was basically in bad shape. You know, well he wasn't in bad shape, but he but but um I called him I called him the Saturday morning after because he took he had the shot on Friday. I called him the Saturday morning to see how he was doing. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm not feeling too good, so I I went to his place and I was there all day. I was there all day with him. We we were playing a bunch a whole bunch of Mario games on Switch and stuff, and that was that was our day. And you know, like I I just looked after him. So did you hear that guys? LeBron played Nintendo. So hopefully <laughs> hopefully when I get my booster, he'll reciprocate. The the one consistent thing I've heard about like the booster side effects in my personal experience is that it's not like long lasting 
effects, it's like 24 hours and you're done. Nobody gets a headache longer than 24 hours. Like when I, when I got that second shot, I was legitimately weak for like, I'd say 10 days. I would go to the gym and I would, wouldn't be able to do anything like up to a hundred percent of what I would do. I'd be at like 60% on the bike, 50% on the treadmill, like lifting was like 40%. So I was just so weak, even 10 days later. But like with the booster, it was just like, here you go. Here's your headache. Here's your flu. It's gone. (laughs) And that's it. And I was like a hundred percent normal 48 hours later. Yeah, I'm dreading. I'm dreading it. I am. I am. I am. I'm, You'll I, be okay. I'm, I'm one of those. I'm. I'm one of those people. When I get sick, like you know, like the the, the demand flu is a real thing. That's. I, I get it because that's that's how I am. I believe in I, you, Leron. You'll be okay. I I am so pitiful when I get sick. Yeah, me too. <laughs> God, COVID sucks. COVID does suck, and I'm pissed. I'm pissed that we're about to be in the the third year of this shit. I'm I'm pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah, everybody just stay yeah, home for the... like two weeks. Just stop going places. That's all you had to fucking do. That's all you had to do, fucking do in the beginning. I know. No, that's we what I'm saying. Everybody, everybody wants to get in a goddamn plane. Everybody wants to be in a fucking shopping mall. Everybody wants to. Everybody wants to go to fucking clubs and shit, and and, and, and restaurants and shit. And you know, it's like. I would like God. to take a vacation with my wife for the first time in three years this year. Okay, please, somebody just, just yeah. stay home. The, because because there are people out there, regardless of political or whatever beliefs, that literally just, they like to antagonize. They want to do the opposite of what you're supposed to do just to be a dick. Like, like there are people that, that are like, oh, yeah, we should be wearing masks. Well, I'm going to not wear a mask just so I can piss you off. Like, it, those are the people that just, they yeah. really need to somehow go away. Well, mm-hmm. I feel like I feel like we're kind of so so I feel like there's been two teams in every stretch of COVID, right? Like at the beginning there were the people who thought COVID was a serious thing and then the other people who thought that COVID was just a flu. Like one side was clearly right and one side was clearly wrong. Then, you know, the next step we went into two teams, the people who are vaccinated and the people who aren't va- like uh. just refuse vaccinations and you know, those teams kind of stayed the same. And then it's like, now we're in this weird sense where like most people are vaccinated, but we have these two teams where people are vaccinated and being extra, extra cautious. Mm -hmm. And the media is about 90% heavily reporting that side and boasting that strategy versus the 10% who are vaccinated and just want to get on with their fucking lives. And like, we we just can't get past it because literally I, I, I'm going to go segue into my topic of, I just hate the media and COVID right now. So, um, you know, I'm going to rant segue. a little bit, feel free to just like fill in the blanks for me if you want, but you know, it's like we're Omicron is basically we're, we're working into super immunity, right? Yeah. Um, herd immunity didn't work. And the thing was, we were kind of told different things the whole entire way of COVID. It was like you guys just said, everybody stays at home for two weeks and it's going to go away. That That's just not true. <laughs> you know, this virus is going to stay. Nobody ever said anything about viruses mutating to the public, right? So, well, vaccination... Hold on. Hold on. Before you start that, uh, I will say this, like, because I've said it before, like anyone with like eight, basic eighth grade biology understanding you know education knows that viruses mutate all viruses mutate that's why that's why fuck that's why fucking hiv hasn't been eradicated yet that's why you know that that's, but there's that's like 96 percent of the people who don't know that and like yeah got like surprised when of, delta came out and then yelled at the people who didn't get vaccinated but that's not their fault it's a virus it's gonna mutate I mean, think yeah. about it this way. I mean, everyone everyone that has a driving license took a driving class to get that license. But do you think the majority of people actually know how to drive? Like, <laughs> that's kind of the way I see it. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And I don't know. We're just kind of getting to this point where, like, everything is so overtly negative. Right. And now Omicron, like I said, it's super immunity. Like, if you catch Omicron, you're, I mean, this, again, you have to really dig for this. You have to basic like if you if you get it, you're pretty much immune to the other strands and probably future variants. 
But we don't see that anywhere. If you type in COVID right now, it's all sensationalized, right? So yeah, like we're seeing headlines. True. Yeah, we're just seeing headlines about the numbers. And that's what kind of drives me crazy. It's you see words like um, you see words like it's uh, surging, um, unprecedented numbers, blah, blah, blah. But we don't have like the appropriate stats for it either, right? Because everybody's so different. Mm-hmm. So right now, COVID is COVID is COVID when you look at the stats. And as far as we know, Omicron is anywhere from allergies to a flu. And that's even to people who aren't vaccinated, which is a good thing, right? So that means we're trending in the right direction. But the media is only produces negative content with 100% sincerity, whereas only positive content comes out with like 10% sincerity. And we're in a day and age where we're raising kids in fear, right? Like my friend has a seven-year-old and an eight-year-old, and they're they're afraid that their friends are going to kill them just by hanging out with them. And it like... It's, it's really, really sad because we don't have actual data. Um, you know what I mean? So, like, we can't just count the numbers at this point anymore. We need some sort of transparency. And I don't know if, like, you guys are uh, – I actually wrote down these football stats. <laughs> um, so if we, if we just kind of had some sort of better data, like, you know, someone – my mom works in a hospital. She CAT scanned a person who came in from a car accident with broken leg. They tested him for COVID. He had no symptoms. He was positive. And he's like, what the hell? I came in for a broken leg. <laughs> I didn't realize I had COVID, but he's now considered COVID positive. Like there needs to be some sort of like COVID with no uh, symptoms, COVID hospitalized, this and that. So we know like what's actually out there right now and what to protect ourselves from because everybody's so different, right? Like there's people that have, you know, autoimmune diseases, like there's people at high risk that deserve to know the actual numbers and Mm -hmm. deserve to know that they're safe going to a grocery store because 98% of the people who have COVID right now are not even in bad shape. So um, football fans, I'm going to throw this one out here. <laughs> Dan Marino in his last season had 12 touchdowns, 17 interceptions, 2,448 yards. Brett Favre, his last season, had 11 touchdowns, 19 interceptions, 2,509 yards. Ben Roethlisberger, this was his last season. He was awful. He had 22 touchdowns, 10 interceptions, and almost 4,000 yards. Wait, what? Yeah, you take a look at those numbers and you think Ben Roethlisberger had the best season out of their final seasons. Yeah. But we start looking at more in-depth stats, accuracy, balls thrown in different directions, pressured, and they take it all and they put it into one stat called QB rating. Dan Marino's QB rating was 67.4. Brett Favre's was 69.9. Both not good but they're significantly better than Ben Roethlisberger's 35.9. That means Ben Roethlisberger, even with those stats, those, the first three stats that he said blow the other two out of the water. But yeah. the last stat says he was half the quarterback that the other two guys were because now we have in-depth stats and we understand what we're watching and seeing better. So basically, my rant is I want accountability. Like, I just want the media to come back and say, hey, we were wrong about telling you that the vaccine is going to protect you 100%. We were wrong about telling you that the vaccine wasn't going to, you know, spread if you had it. We were wrong about these things, but this is how we're changing it. There's just moving goalposts left and right, and we're two years into this, enough is enough. So (laughs) there we go. There's my rant. Agreed. Yeah. And I, I hate how they use trigger words. Like I constantly hear the word crisis, like crisis, crisis, yeah. crisis, crisis. Right. I'm like, you're, and I, I have like a, you know, similar like kind of pet peeve with that, but mine's more from this standpoint, like I'm a pharmacist. I am like really into the throes of like COVID and 
medical literature and, you know, most lay people don't understand the process of peer reviewing articles. I mean, this, this virus was new and there's constantly changing data. And like when I see media, I don't see data. I, I see a narrative and it, it bothers me because it drives some people to the point of almost insanity. I have a friend, bless this friend, like, but just based off of just purely fueled by, by news and not real stats, like just she like mm -hmm. I'm not gonna go into sorry I'm not gonna turn this around, like this but it's just yes I'm totally see I'm like getting so frustrated I can't even like finish the sentence <laughs> ah. yeah I, I, right I mean it, it just kind of feels sensationalized right now right and it's what breeds clicks like hysteria breeds hysteria right if we were a news website we would just write about COVID to get those clicks because everybody's just getting the clicks for the ads, the more ads, you make money, blah, blah, blah. I mean, it's pretty simple. So sensationalizing everything and getting the clicks, we know why it's happening, but like, can it stop? <laughs> you know, can it stop, yeah. please? Um, and, it, you know, I think the other thing that drives me crazy, too, is like all the contradicting COVID rules everywhere you go. Um, the reason I wanted to talk about this subject is because I went into a gas station and I wanted to throw away the stuff I had in my hands. But there was just a sign over the garbage can that said the garbage can cannot be used because of COVID. What the fuck does that mean? What? <laughs> Everything. What it's just like everybody's using it as, as an excuse. And it's like I, I travel for work. I go state to state and there's different rules in every different state. And it's like, what are we doing? <laughs> like, why am I wearing my mask on an airplane for 80% of the time? Because I can drink water and eat snacks. Am I any safer that 20% I don't have my mask on? What are we doing? Yeah, the mask thing is is a bit concerning. Like, I see two sides of the same, uh, same coin. So one side, at least in the beginning, is because the virus was so novel and just working in the field, the CDC and the WHO and all that stuff, they have to work with what they have. So at one point with X amount of data, we recommend mask wearing. And then as we get more information, you're like, oh, well, we realize maybe mask wearing is only X. So like... On one hand, I understand when the CDC or someone like has to adjust their recommendations and people are always blasting the CDC, not that they're perfect, but I'm like, they're not flip-flopping because they're politicians and, well, supposedly, right? If we're talking about real scientists, not the people who have political connections, right? Like I'm excluding that from the conversation. We have to, as scientists, need to make adjustments based on the data that's available to us. But to Dan's point, like, I'll go into one store where, like, you're not allowed in there unless you have a mask. But then, like, in a situation literally down the street, people are walking around, like, with no mask or have a chin hammock. Or, like, in a place where they, man they, they require to have masks, but everyone has, like, this. I'm like, listen. If you're not going to wear your mask the right way, I might like, don't make me, don't make like, I just, I don't get it. And every place is a different rule. And I'm like, if everybody has different rules, I just feel like it defeats the ultimate purpose. We need to be consistent. We either all need to get on board with the mask, for example, or not. Like it just doesn't, it's not like the virus is going to be like, okay, well here I'm not going to be infecting people, but over there, yeah, I think I will. It's like, no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> honestly, yeah. that's what I, honestly, that's what I want. I want consistency. You know, yeah, but right. um, I don't, I don't know. It's just like I, I, I'm not gonna go there. But it's just like how like you, you hear like the wrong fucking politician or or, or public figure say one fucking thing, and all of a sudden everybody's going fucking nuts, and they're doing, and they're just all willy nilly about it. Like right now in Virginia, right now in Virginia, like the 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 incoming governor is already at odds with schools because he because he's like no more no mass mandates for schools and stuff like that, and and like a lot of school administrations are like the fuck we're not. <laughs> right and you kind of get at that point too like you know it's a bipartisan topic right it's a it's a global pandemic that everybody is dealing with i have no idea how it got so politicized like you look at desantis down in florida and he's like mask what is a mask yeah my state with your fucking masks and then like you know you go to dc and you literally get like put in a guillotine if it's you that if you don't have a mask on, you know what I mean? It's like, it is insane it's, how it's, it's driving it's people fucking, mad. It's fucking public health. Like, there should be fucking common sense behind public health, you know? 
you know, yeah, simple, simple thing. I don't, I don't have, I don't have kids, but I worry about, I worry about my friends' kids when they go to a school and come to find out that there's, there's a random ass kid that, of a, of an anti-vaxxer that won't get the fucking measles, measles vaccine and shit like that. Like, no, like even though these kids have measles, you are putting them in a very harmful danger. Yeah, my yeah. my daughter's preschool, some, uh, one of the kids tested positive for COVID, and they shut the school down for the week, like. The whole school. Yeah. And it was wow. like, hmm, that's and it, it your just daughter's, sucks. Your daughter's what, three? Yeah. It, it sucks because none of the kids are old enough to be vaccinated, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I I worry about it every day that she goes, you know? I mean, the teachers wear masks and stuff, but like, they're, th- they're three and four year olds. They don't want to wear masks. They don't have to. Yeah, they, don't right? wear, they, don't wear, they don't want to wear masks. They, they, and, they don't have the attention span to keep the mask on. And all they the don't. Time. They don't. They hardly even... want to keep their pants on. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh, <laughs> don't get me started with that. Uh, but <laughs> like, they don't understand that wearing the mask is important, right? Like, my daughter just wants to wear it. Like, she'll wear it for like three minutes because mommy and daddy are wearing the mask, and then she'll take it off because it's uncomfortable, right? Like, she just yeah. she doesn't understand that it's dangerous and we haven't we haven't been anywhere for like i don't i don't know how long because of the kids right like it's just dangerous to go out with them yeah and you know know the crazy part is like you know like like uh like like kids kids honestly are the are the the super spreaders for the disease yeah uh it's crazy that delta and omicron are actually hurting kids now where previous strains weren't like they were bringing it back in the and the older generations were getting hit by it but I mean, you know, it's crazy that you know, like, people are always. Every time I every time I see something on TV, like you know, like anything gay content related, you know, first thing, but what about the children? Well, why aren't you? But what about the children with this shit? You know what I mean? Uh, you know, yeah. you know, or, or you know, or but what about the children? You know, when they're actually talking about the ramifications of our national history, you know, as far as like slavery and other race relationships, they want. But what about our children? But they want. But what about our children when it comes to fucking public health and safety? You got. So I, but, I, what, but what about our children when it comes to gun safety? I don't ever hear that shit. <laughs> the one thing I will say that's frustrating to me as a parent, and I don't have like it's not totally strong feelings, but like. Before Omicron really blew up and everyone's just back to wearing masks regardless of vaccination status, we were at that stage where if you're vaccinated, fully, completely vaccinated, masks were pretty much optional, Mm -hmm. Um, which at that time, again, with the data available as to the time, that was a reasonable thing. Um, I was getting excited when the FDA allowed uh, vaccinations for five and up because my son is six and he attends a school that are for five and up. It's elementary school. So I thought by the time he got vaccinated and the kids get like he would at least have the option to not wear a mask because, you know, if he doesn't have to, I would like great. Like I'd be happy for him to not have to. He can facial recognition, developmental development again, as long as it's safe and he's vaccinated. But as soon as he got vaccinated, I, I realized that the school like still mandated everyone to wear masks. Again, I'm not like poo-pooing on masks still. I guess we'll do whatever we need to do. But I, I'll admit I was a bit disappointed because for adults, we were allowed to have the option and not have to wear masks if we're vaccinated. How come the kids were not provided that option? But uh, now that conversation is irrelevant because Omicron, but I was right. sad. <laughs> but of course. Like I, like we were just saying, it's just contradicting COVID rules everywhere you go. Like none of it makes sense. Yeah. And I'm actually going to step in and poo-poo on masks for you. Um, so <laughs> just w- like looking at the data, because I'm just a numbers junkie, like I'm trying to, I'm trying to find an angle. I'm a, I'm a gambler. Like I love gambling. I need to always have an angle on something. So I want to like figure out, I've, I've, I've looked into this. I want to figure out the only thing that stays consistent is that, Areas that are highly vaccinated have less chance of death and less spreading, right? I mean, that's the only thing that stays consistent. But it's like we've said, different states are letting masks go at certain times and this and that. You go into a restaurant, you take your mask off. What's the difference? It doesn't make any sense. So these areas that have had mask mandates and stricter rules, they're getting people are catching COVID at the same rates as some other state, like even Florida, who doesn't even know COVID exists. Mm 
even though they're spitting in each other's faces, right? So it's like there's no cohesive data showing that wearing these masks in these areas are doing the things or putting these plexiglasses at CVS so you can't hear the people on the other side. It, it really just feels like a false sense of security at this point. Maybe it helps a little bit, but it's not stopping the spread the way we think it is, at least by the way data shows. Yeah, so, it, it definitely you know, feels like, a, you know, kind of in the like the 40s and 50s when they were like, hey, get under your desk because this nuclear bomb's dropping on the school, you know? like that's. <laughs> I mean, you know, I still, I mean... I still wear a mask like when I go into places and stuff because like, I don't know, I want to be safe. And like, if that's, you know, going to help, you know, especially with the kids and stuff, I will. But like, look, I worked when I was working at the car dealership, I I worked there through the entire run of that first wave of COVID. Right. And mm-hmm. no, nobody wore a mask and nobody got vaccinated. And like, yeah, it's it was scary and it kind of sucked, but like I didn't get COVID the entire time, but also nine employees died of COVID. Uh, so like I don't like I, I don't know, man. I just don't know what to believe anymore. I feel like some people like Dan, like you said, we need stats and like the people that died were older, like higher up in age, really, or they had some sort of pre-existing illness and mm-hmm. you know like that, obese yeah and it's just like well i i wish we had more information to really deal yep. with this properly and mm-hmm. like you know i'm gonna do what i can to be safe because of my wife and kids right oh and like i'm gonna work from home just to, to stay away from people from the office right but like i just i just don't understand this at all Cause like, like you said, there's so many different people saying so many different things. And it's like, I just, I just don't know, man. I got vaccinated. I got boosted. I'm wearing a mask to the gas station if I need to get gas, like, or something inside. Like, I don't know what else to do. (laughs) You know, you're right, Corey. And I, I agree with Dan, like numbers, numbers don't lie. And numbers are a universal language, so to speak. And I feel like the media, for example, needs to be more transparent and provide a, like the full range of numbers, not just picking and choosing because speaking of consistency, I'll give you two, like I know two different people. One is so paranoid and I'm not saying that to mock the person. I'm just saying based on maybe the lack of true information, that person wants us to take a rapid test every time we go to that person's house, every time, Hmm. even though we're all vaccinated, all boosted, wearing masks and propping the windows open when it's eight degrees outside and have the fan on, all of that like all of that and i'm like mm-hmm. i'm and i feel i feel like i'm not allowed to say anything because then i'm anti-science even though i'm actually trying to bring the science in and be like that's a bit excessive but then at the other hand i also know a person whose family member had cancer during the 2020 covid and none of the fam like they're all anti-vaxxers none of them wanted to get vaccinated while the pa- the family member was going through chemo mm-hmm. and just luckily no one got COVID and that family member's doing fine, but that kind of reinforced their, see, we don't need to get vaccinated. Nothing bad happens. Mm-hmm. So like, <laughs> can that, we please, we just, sanity needs to stop. We just went right, through that like, over Christmas. Like my we, cousin, oh, yeah. my cousin is, you know, going through chemo right now. And like our her sister is not talking to anybody in the family because she's an anti-vaxxer but she wasn't allowed to come to christmas right like i mean it just you're not allowed to come to christmas because she's literally you being covid positive and your son being covid positive and you guys aren't vaccinated you're not allowed to come to christmas sorry like your sister's you could literally kill your sister by sitting next to her you know like that's just like no no (laughs) <laughs> right like I right yeah I, it, we're we're just having a hard time finding a middle ground with this right like like the two right. people that stephanie gave examples of they are way more common than we think <laughs> you know what mm-hmm. i mean and it's like yeah why why can't we just you know i'm a person who travels for work uh even through 2020 i was kind of forced into it and it didn't make me feel good about it but 
I did all the things that I could just to protect myself and protect others because there are other people out there that are concerned about it. But if you're doing your part, you get vaccine, you, you get vaccinated, you know, you're just being a little more cautious. You, you wash your hands, do that thing. Like everybody should be okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's where we should just leave it at. Like COVID's here to stay. We just have to learn how to live with it. We can't crack our windows open when it's eight degrees out and have people take three negative tests to see you. Like we have to just move on with our lives and just make sure that we are a little bit more cautious, but like not too crazy, right? Just do your part. That's it. Common sense um, knowledge, but I'm sure we've all seen it. People, there are a vast number of people that are gross that don't even know how to cover their mouth when they sneeze. And that's before COVID. So right. like, oh, right. I mean, like I, we have family members that are too scared of COVID to come to our wedding in June. You know what oh. I mean? And it's like very, very close family to Ariel. And it's like, you know, she's very upset about it. And wh- what are we going to do? You know what I mean? Like they're requesting like everybody wear masks at the wedding and everybody has tests and boosters. And we're like, I'm I'm sorry, but no, this is not how our wedding is going to be. And that's in June. (laughs) You know what I mean? We don't know where this is going to be in June. Right. Yeah. Like I I'm I'm about to travel next week for work and like we just had a bunch of people kind of like switch to being like in from in person to like a virtual person and not to talk about too much what I do at work. Cause I don't really know how much I'm allowed to talk about or not talk about really, but like there's travel involved with my job now. And it's like, we're going to San Jose and we're all taking tests on, on Monday. We're all like going to the airport. We all need our vac like our vaccination cards and stuff. And it's like, it's like this big, huge ordeal to go to California for four days. And then like when we come home, like we're supposed to work from home the next week and all this other stuff. And it's just like, man, this is, this is just insane. This is just crazy. You know, I, I don't know. I, I have differing opinions on COVID and it's just, Man, and I know people are probably going to yell at us for saying all kinds of weird stuff on this that, like, oh, you should all be vaccinated and you should all be, like, plugging your mouths full of cotton balls. I don't well, know. Well, first of all, <laughs> I am fully vaccinated. I am doing my due diligence to get my booster and everything. Mm-hmm. So, and I wear a mask in public. I wash my hands and do all the other shit. I am not so mu- I am not so crazy about other people and how they conduct themselves around mm-hmm. me because I know I have the barrier of the vaccine and I'm doing what I'm doing. So you know, like I don't I don't push on people whether or not they have the mask or whatnot. Mm-hmm. But you know, like depending on if they're being all willy nilly about shit, like you know, mm-hmm. like hey, like your oh your ass has got back from Florida. Uh, you might want to chill for a few minutes before we hang out. You know, yeah. shit like that. You know, I'm yeah. You know, I'm more concerned about my kids. You know, like I I, I don't want them to get sick. And, like, I really don't know or I've never even really looked up how COVID affects kids, really. I know in the beginning it was like, well, kids don't seem to get it. Or if they do get it, it's, like, mild symptoms or whatever. But, like, I don't know. I, I'm more concerned about bringing it home to them, which I know it's it doesn't really transfer like that, apparently. But Well, know. you know, and this might be um, uh, to be continued another topic for another day, but, you know, the part that, that scares me the most about COVID is the long hauler stuff. Mm-hmm. The disease itself, for for most healthy individuals, isn't the problem. I think the stats is about one third will have long haul symptoms that really suck. Yeah. Um, so, and that's mm-hmm. still kind of really early to know, will they be permanent, lifelong? Will it get worse? Will it get better? That's you how know, other considerations to have. Yeah, now, yeah, now, long COVID scares me. Mm-hmm. That's what my wife is is afraid of too, because she has really terrible asthma, right? And like, I don't know when her family got it, she was like scared to death to go over there because, like, even though she's vaccinated, like, she's afraid of that long hauler stuff, you know? Crazy, yeah. crazy stuff out there. Yeah, uh, I guess. The only last thing I want to say, which is kind of a non sequitur to what we've been talking about, but, you know, there's a lot of places that are starting to do like vaccine mandates and mask mandates and restaurants and stuff like this. 
just be nice to the friggin' kid that's at the host desk. Like, yeah, <laughs> like yeah. let's let's be human. Like, realize that the employees are just the ones enforcing it, not the one that created it. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if they care about it or not. Just be nice to the kids yeah. that are working in these places. It's not their fault. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Good point. I mean, it doesn't matter what your beliefs is. It's just that when you're at an establishment and you're greeted by the that first person, that's not the person that you should be angry at, for sure. Right. Yeah. Someone tells you to pull up your mask, just do it. They're 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 they don't get paid enough to be yelled at for it. <laughs> <laughs> they don't get paid enough to enforce it to be in to you know what I mean? Like I just feel bad for employees uh-huh. these days. Yeah. Yeah. Just, you know, be nice to other people, please. Respect other people. Bottom line. (laughs) Just, yeah, don't be a dick. (laughs) Sure, yeah. I mean, that that statement can go to thousands of other topics we will probably cover on this (laughs) show. I know, I know. uh, Well, thanks, Dan. That was very therapeutic. (laughs) Yeah, I guess we just needed to all kind of talk through that one, huh? Yeah. No. Because unfortunately, that stuff is not going to really change anytime soon. We can do our best to be good role models, which hopefully, if you're listening, you took something away from this. <laughs> be a good role and, model, you know, everybody. Just a, just a big fuck you to the media. Substantational. Yeah. Thing. Let's, let's not take advantage of people's fear anymore. Would that be... Is that so much to ask? <laughs> is that too much, everybody? Apparently, it is. <laughs> So, do we have a uh, hard segue or a soft segue into something else? Yeah. Uh, we're gonna do a, we're gonna do a hard segue. I, I, <laughs> Leron loves uh, a I good mean, hard segue. Yes, I do. Yes, I do. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, I mean, seriously, like I'm I'm sick and tired of being sick and tired of COVID. Jeez, yeah. <laughs> I'm ready for it to be over. Yeah. All right. So, all right. So, um, so so Dan and I are on the east. Well, Dan, Dan, Stephanie, and I are on the east. Coast, and we're hunkering down for this this this, this insane weather that we're getting ready to get. You're <laughs> in the, the mid. You're in the Midwest, dude. It's all the same. You always get. No, we're not. No, it ain't. It's How much always can you see? How long does it take you to drive to the ocean? I don't know. I don't go to oh, the ocean. Yeah. I don't like the ocean. Exactly because that, you're not on the coast. Yeah. <laughs> That's how all this right. works. So <laughs> so. We're hunkering. We're hunkering down for this this snowstorm that's coming up. Uh, by the time you hear this, the snow would have already come and went, if, uh, unless you're uh, one of our patrons. So, um, I want to ask and it, tell me about your tell me about your favorite snow day. <laughs> uh, oh. Boy, growing up in Mass, Stephanie and I are like, uh, where do yep. we begin? Right. Like, um, I, I remember there's a big. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no. I was gonna say I was an army brat, so like I, I remember, I remember my snow days because like it, you didn't always see them depending on where, where, where the family was living at. Mm. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, but no. Nah, when do you guys go first? Well, I, Dan, I'm sure you remember. I, I could never remember the year, but there was like a huge nor'easter in the '90s, early '90s. I can't remember. I think um, I was gonna bring up the same one. Um, yeah. God, it must have been like what six or seven years old. Yeah, yeah, it was. Um, that's a very famous one. I just can't pinpoint the exact year, but it's that time period. And I remember a slew of snow days. And as a kid, I remember a few basic but amazing memories. And one is, you know, it snowed so much that I could literally climb to the the railing of my porch and jump off of it into the snow, like totally oh, wow. safe. It, it was safe. amazing. Yeah, it was nineteen ninety three. 93 there you go um and also we lived in front of the woods and i mean call it old school parenting but my parents didn't care that i would just literally go wander in the woods and i just thought it would be it was so cool it's like a winter wonderland just a bunch of bare trees and full of snow and i kind of had that uh was it shigeru miyamoto who wandered through kyoto and got inspired for zelda like that's how i got inspired just I don't know for anything. I would just literally get lost during those snow days and just kill hours wandering around in the snow and following animal tracks and stuff like that. You know, that's awesome. That those are my good memories. How about you, Dan? What what was little Dan doing in Massachusetts when we had that nor'easter? <laughs> yeah, nor'easter '93 was a great one. Um, so I lived in this neighborhood. It was like a 
it was like a U-shaped street, right? It was like you had your one street and then the other street was a horseshoe on the side. And there were just so many kids in my neighborhood. But since it was like this U-shape, they basically just had, and it was on a big hill too. So they had to like push the snow up into this like one pile. And it ended up like getting, I would say this pile was legitimately like 20 feet high. And it got so high that like it was up to one of my neighbor's houses, like by the second floor window. So as kids, we were just jumping off into out of the second floor window onto the, again, the old school parenting where you just don't care about your kids. (laughs) (laughs) We were jumping out the second floor window into this like giant pile of disgusting salt, mud, snow, ice, just like tumbling down into like just puffs of snow. It was like, it was fantastic. I, maybe because I was a kid, but like, I haven't seen that much snow in my life. It was, it was nuts. Get creative too. Like you build, I don't know. We, we never, I never built a snowman in my life, but we used to build like jumps for sleds and stuff. Well, back in like pre iPhone days, I mean, you had kids had a lot more time to be creative outdoors. So (laughs) that was funny too, because like, um, we never had like snow days growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Massachusetts is always just so, if they say it's going to snow, you'll see like plows lined up for miles and miles and miles and miles on the highway. And they'll be out the first second, one flake of snow drops. So we, the buses were running. Everybody would go to school all the time. Unlike this Nor'easter, but if it was too cold, we wouldn't go to school <laughs> just in case the pipes burst. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny that you mentioned that because I don't know, like now that I have a kid and I'm starting to like pay attention to school closures, like it would be a fraction of what we had at that Nor'easter and schools would shut down. Like, I don't know what happened to Massachusetts. We got weak. Just got weak. (laughs) (laughs) And they probably like text you when the school is canceled, right? Yeah. Like there's some, remember just watching the bottom line on the news, waiting to see if your school is canceled. Like, Oh, man, that was... And, and if you miss an alphabet, you'd have to sit through the commercials and wait for it to start all over again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, like, of course, I never had school cancellation, so <laughs> it's just a waste of time. Those few times, it was, like, incredible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our school is no- notorious for not having s- snow days. It was just... Every other school in the in the district or the county or whatever would be closed. Literally every single other one. Not us. Nope. Still got to go to school. I don't care how you get there. Uh. <laughs> oh my gosh. And then, and then what the annoying thing that they started doing was like delayed start days <sighs> where it would yep. start. Like y- you would go in two hours late and then all of your classes would be crunched into like half hours instead of like 45 minutes or whatever. That was annoying. Cause you're like, no, I want the whole day off. I don't want to go in two hours later. That's stupid. It's, oh, it sucks so bad. Oh, it's like, was it worth it cramming all those classes together? Is it really worth it? Yeah. Was it worth it? No. No. I still graduate. Well, what about you, Laurent? Well, um, like I said earlier, I was an army brat. So, like, so like, uh, so like, the very first time, the very first time I remember dealing with snow as a kid was uh, we were living in Germany, and um, and. Ooh. And we got we got to Germany we got to Germany in December so um and so like I want to say like not even a week after we got there like it snowed I mean it 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 came down to the it came down to, and um and like I I hadn't even been enrolled in school yet that's how that's how new we were <laughs> out there oh, in Germany damn. at the time so <laughs> so so uh, my parents my parents knew this I hadn't seen snow before so like so like they woke me up I was like mm, how old was I at the time let me see um I was nine years old they woke me up and I was like hey look out the window I looked at the window I saw snow I just freaked the hell out and just like bolted through the door like didn't even didn't even put on like 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 a proper coat or like any type of winter gear I, I threw on some shoes and just ran straight out into the snow. Oh. <laughs> and of course and of course my mom wasn't a fan of that you know so of course she, so of course she was yelling at me to get back in the house so i could get so i could get situated and stuff um my dad my dad wound up going somewhere 
and uh, he came back with like with like sled with sleds and shovels and stuff like that. Man, I had a fucking blast. I, <laughs> it, it, first time I'd ever seen snow like that because um I because I because at before that like I I was growing up in Texas and and you know I do know that Texas does snow but it had never snowed you know in my life while I was in Texas at that time you know. <laughs> So yeah, like that was one of the best snow days. And then, and then, funny thing, when we left Germany, uh, my dad got stationed in, at Fort Bliss in El Paso, and um, and and my mom, my mom was like, "Oh, like great, we're gonna get out there and right in the middle of winter." Like, <laughs> good thing is, good thing is, like it's the desert. It doesn't, it doesn't snow out there. The uh, the first the first month we were out there, fourteen inches hit the ground. Wow. Oh, <laughs> 14 inches hit the ground <laughs> wow that's insane yeah surprise yeah yeah now it's funny because it doesn't it, in my opinion like those two those two snows from my childhood like it has never snowed like that in virginia except except maybe what we're about to get now you know like w- what's coming soon hopefully because uh, like i said they're they're threatening for 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 eight to nine and a half inches Wow. Yeah, for yeah, for this area. This area, which is which is crazy because the last the last snowstorm that went through, like Richmond got nailed with seven inches. But we but we barely saw an inch. Like we saw a dusting and then it started raining. So we so we wound up dealing with two days worth of black ice. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That's black crazy. ice sucks. G- give me snow, not black ice. I got into a car accident and told my truck because of black oh, ice. It's awful. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, black ice. Wow, is, really? Uh, my beautiful Toyota Tacoma right out as I pulled out of my driveway. So it's not like I was even going fast. <laughs> it was awful. Stop going fast. Jeez. All right. I'll, like I'll, I'll decrease 30 miles an hour down to 15. That'd be great. Slow down. It's like that. Like that key and peel uh, skit where we're talking about black eyes. It, it was like everything was going fine until that until that black ice. <laughs> I was at the I was at the ATM and that black ice came and robbed me of my ass. Wow. <laughs> wow. Uh, <clears throat> I guess I I don't know our our snow days when we had them we would always just like stay inside and and like I don't know I was probably playing games or something because. I had no life or no friends, but, uh, we, when my, when my cousins would stay over or whatever, we would go outside and like build giant forts out of the snow. And, uh, what we would do is we would build them at the bottom because my parents' house, their backyard is like a hill and it goes down. So it was really kind of perfect for sled riding. And like, we would build like these almost like uh, bobsled tracks for our sleds in the backyard and we would build a wall at the end and stupidly try to see if we could plow ourselves through them or like, or like, like at one point we hit the walls so hard that they just turned into ramps and we would like launch ourselves up. So we got this bright idea. We got this bright idea to like build this wall ramp in front of uh, the trampoline that was back there. And like at the bottom of the, at the bottom of the hill, it like got real flat and went into the, the, the woods that like aren't wow that's loud kids <laughs> what was that my son sounded like Aww. a goof <laughs> hold on is that my son or is that my daughter anyways this is parent guys this is parenting yeah uh well if it's my daughter i gotta go check on her but my wife usually handles my son so uh we have this great idea to build this big snow ice ramp to try to launch ourselves up onto the trampoline. <laughs> and wow. well, and so when we were doing that, I was going down, I was going down the hill really fast and I thought I should have hit the wall by then. So like I had my head down, like going really fast. I'm like, Oh my gosh. And I look up and like the snow hadn't like frozen into the wall ramp thing yet. So like, I went through the snow and hit my head oh. on the pole of the trampoline. Oh no! <laughs> oh, and like, oh, it was the worst. I it hurt so bad. <laughs> I was going so fast, and I don't know how I didn't get knocked out. But I just hit my fore, like my square on my forehead, the like the round part of the trampoline. 
Oof. Of course, my cousins just kept playing outside because they didn't care. Yeah. I went inside because, well, I thought I was dying. Oh. I think I was like nine or ten. I don't know. Oh, that was that, that was back that was back literally age where everything could get walked off. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. My mom still says that. My mom still says like if I'm sick or like coughing or if I'm tired or something, she said just go outside and get some fresh air. You'll be fine. Still <laughs> says that. Even even when my appendix ruptured, she she tried to tell me to go outside. I would be fine. And then oh wow. And then I passed out at my friend's house, and my friend's mom took me to the hospital, not my own mom. Oh my god. Oh. Turns out yeah. my appendix ruptured and uh I was dying. It's okay though. Ooh. Goodness. Yeah. Yeah, there's no walking that off. Nope. <laughs> it was funny though. I'm gonna mute because right. my son is crying. Alright guys. Well um we did it. <laughs> That's another show. That was and a great know... topic, Laron. It's it's a oh. nice walk down memory lane. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, for for real. Right. And I just realized, I just realized, we did all this talking. I never did the, uh, I never did the what's the uh, housekeeping. It's okay. We don't need. <laughs> That's that. okay though. That's okay though. That's okay. Because <laughs> I, I say like we, we have fun here, you know. Um, and I, I really do. This is, this is probably the, this is probably like the, the best way to end like a Wednesday night for us. <laughs> it's a long week of podcasting. <laughs> yeah. I know. God, this is my. I think this is my sixth show in four days. So, I'm. T- I'm t- wow. I'm tired. You're just, you're just a. You're just a glutton for punishment. I know. Yeah, I you guys have, are nuts. I still have tower casuals tomorrow too. So. Yeah, like yeah. That, this is, unless I volunteer for something, this is the last podcast for me for the week. <laughs> what about you, Stephanie? <laughs> uh, I think that's it for the week for me too, which is great. So. And and, and Dan over there who's measly one podcast a week. <laughs> Absolutely, and I get burnt out from that. So. <laughs> Dan's right, like Dan's like fifty six minutes of work. Whew, I'm done. <laughs> I'm fifty six minutes. Do you, did you forget how to podcast with Ed? Me? Yes, <laughs> I did. Yes, he did. He did. He did. <laughs> if you think fifty six minutes with Ed is a time, if, uh, an amount of time that happens, then you're nuts. You probably only got through <laughs> Snack Tendo or Baby Game Fact Advance at that point. <laughs> yeah exactly I'm just kidding I love you Ed I miss talking to you sometimes <laughs> alright everyone this has been Boss Rush After Dark the alternative podcast of the flagship show for Boss Rush Network uh, we'd like to thank you all for tuning in and listening to the show uh, tonight uh, thanks Dan for joining us uh, you're you're, uh, you're no longer a virgin to After Dark how's it feel feels, feels good um, you know I I feel like I needed to lose my virginity, so here we are. <laughs> you, moment. you lasted you a long time, Dan. Good job. <laughs> I did. I really you held out. You didn't truly lose your virginity because like you you have you haven't been on one of our one of our wild shows yet. <laughs> <laughs> this was just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, before we head out, Dan, tell everybody where they can find you. You can find me on Twitter at DCDM99, and you can see all of our wonderful articles on www.bossrush.net, where I am a copy editor and a writer. Cool. Uh, Stephanie? Uh, you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Klimov, K-L-I-M-O-V underscore author, and you can also find me on said website with Dan. Woohoo! All right, Corey? You can find me at I am Corey HD on Twitter and Instagram. You can find me hosting the Boss Rush Podcast, Arsenal X, the Xbox Podcast, and a plethora of other content on the Boss Rush Network. I also write some things sometimes on BossRush.net. Yeah, some days he'll just bang out twelve news articles and then whatever. That's not true. Oh. It's like I know, like where does he find the time? I make time, Laron. What do you like, do? Jeez, like jeez, I struggle. Oh. To, I, 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 I struggle to get three a week. <laughs> I go through phases where it's like so difficult to write an article. Like an article will take me three hours to write, and it, then when I'm done, it's like two paragraphs long. Or I'll just bang oh. out a whole review in like forty-five minutes, and it's the best thing I've ever written. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I, I know that feeling. Uh. 
You can always catch me on social media at XS803, uh, as well as my Twitch and YouTube channels, uh, twitch.tv slash XS803 and youtube.com slash XS803. And XS803 is my gamer tag for PlayStation Network and Xbox Live. So you always have ways of finding me there. Uh, I don't forget Tuesday nights, uh, Crossroads PlayStation Podcast Show on my Twitch channel, as well as every Wednesday with uh, with this wonderful crew here for the Boss Rush Podcast. And of course, Boss Rush After Dark, which by the way, uh, thank you for being a patron because you are listening to our show early before anybody else gets a chance. It's because you are a patron. So we love you for that. And we would love for you to tell more people about us and have them subscribe to our Patreon. So thank you for that. Uh, come back and join us for our next installment of Boss Rush After Dark, where we'll be back to, with more topics that aren't completely content appropriate for our other anchor shows. We love you all. Have a good night, and we'll see you next time. Woo-woo. Woo-hoo. Goodbye. <laughs>